This is a Federal News Network podcast. If military readiness matters, listen up. The House Armed Services Readiness Subcommittee has a long agenda this year, from ensuring the military can operate in pandemic to ongoing military housing problems. Now the ice storm in Texas brings up new challenges for the military, and the subcommittee wants to investigate them. Federal News Network Scott Mossioni spoke with subcommittee chairman, California Representative John Garamendi. We have a full agenda for the readiness subcommittee. Uh, we're certainly going to continue the uh, privatized housing uh, issues. They remain troublesome in many areas, and not every uh, company that owns the housings have uh, attended to their tasks appropriately. Uh, so there's going to be some uh, hand-slapping going on here uh, as we uh, try to bring a little bit of discipline to a few of the uh, owner uh, contractors. Uh, that'll be one piece of it. There's also... Uh, with regard to housing, we know that we have not only problems with privatized housing, but we know that the barracks on many of the bases for the Army, the Air Force, and Marines are 1950 style and show the wear and tear. So we're going to move uh, to barrack housing and try to build that into the MILCON uh, budget going forward. You mentioned some hand-slapping for privatized military housing companies. What kind of power does Congress have at this point? And are you going to be looking for legislation to add more oversight apart from the provisions that you provided in last year's NDAA and I believe the year before that as well? By hand-slapping, I do not mean clapping. Um, Quite the opposite. Uh, The NDAA sets uh, the previous NDAAs, previous two, set out a series of... um, mandates for the military to discipline the privatized housing uh, owners. Uh, And that is in process. One thing that has yet to be completed is the Tenants' Bill of Rights. Uh, We want that done so that there's clarity as to the responsibility of the um, privatized housing companies uh, and similarly, the, the opportunities and the responsibilities for the tenants. Uh, that uh, is mostly done, but has been held up by uh, the contracts that exist between the owners of the housing and the military. Many of those contracts are one to two decades old and are written to the advantage of the housing owners. Uh, As those contracts are renewed, and in some cases there are opportunities for uh, upgrades and improvements, uh, we want those written in such a way as to make it clear that the owners of the housing uh, are required, not expected, but required to maintain the units in good order. Uh, The second thing we'll be watching is are the base commanders paying attention? One of the problems we discovered at the outset of this more than two years ago now was that the base commanders were not paying attention. Uh, They said that it had to do with the sequestration and money not being available, and I disagreed. I disagreed and uh, said, no, the problem is the base commanders simply were not paying attention. They found other things to worry about or to think about. And so written into the law is uh, a requirement that there be sufficient personnel on every base 
uh, with the specific responsibility of monitoring the base housing uh, and providing an opportunity for tenants to express their concerns. Uh, we'll want to make sure that that is actually happening. Uh, we have reason to believe that in most cases it is. However, um, we will double check. The Defense Department under Secretary Lloyd Austin has recognized climate change as one of the biggest issues for national security at this point. What are you thinking about national security in terms of readiness and in terms of the future of the military and the future of the subcommittee this year? Uh, So we wrote into the current and previous NDAA requirements that the military recognized uh, the effect of climate change and other natural hazards uh, on the military bases. And so all of the major bases have or are nearing completion of a review of the risks that that base has. Uh, Tornadoes, floods, hurricanes, uh, earthquakes, fires, all of those, uh, that assessment and study is uh, either completed or nearing completion. And we will use that in the uh, upcoming NDAA and in the military construction uh, program to build resiliency into the basis. We also require that any new construction use the most advanced uh, architectural requirements to address the risks at that particular location. For example, China Lake, uh, which suffered uh, multi-billion dollar damages with an earthquake. Uh, It turns out that the more recent buildings at China Lake uh, had uh, very minor damage. The older buildings, we had collapsed buildings, some of which were extremely important buildings. So going forward, uh, all the bases will be required to have uh, uh, architectural design, engineering designs to address the risk at that base. Uh, Hurricanes, for example, at uh, Tyndall. Uh, Floods at uh, Camp Lejeune. So those uh, those will be an area that we'll be pursuing. All of that uh, based around uh, climate change and other uh, geological risks. uh, At the same time, we are continuing to require that the bases become energy resilient and in some cases energy independent, that they not depend upon the grid. It will be next week's task uh, to assess Texas uh, and what happened on the basis given the uh, uh, storm and uh, deep freeze in Texas. Uh, It'll be a case study on resiliency uh, with the uh, major bases in Texas, and we'll be reviewing that, uh, keeping in mind that we have already written law that the bases need to be paying attention to resiliency. So that'll be uh, an interesting hearing that we have, uh, that I have determined to do, but we have not yet scheduled, given that this is a three-day-old problem. House Armed Services Readiness Subcommittee Chairman John Garamendi speaking with Federal News Network's Scott Massioni. Check out Scott's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. 
Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.